Welcome to Becoming the Vision, where we talk about becoming the man you need to be in order to have the desires of your heart. Here you will learn how to strengthen your mind, develop your body, create an amazing relationship with your family, and ultimately become the man leader you've always desired to be. I hope you enjoy and subscribe. Yo, 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 guys, what's going on? It's your boy GB, man, back with another Becoming the Vision. Uh, We talk about the man you need to become in order to have the life that you desire. Um, As always, man, I appreciate you guys' time and attention um, because, you know, that's the most valuable thing we have. And ultimately, you guys are spending that with me, and I hope you're finding value in this. If you're finding value in this podcast, I just ask that you subscribe, man, and that you share it because, you know, spreading the word and helping men become great is the goal, right? And so um, from there... Uh, this is actually take three for us because last time I wasn't recording, we were rolling too. Like we were doing a great job. If you, if you're wondering who I'm talking about, we, I have my amazing wife. If you guys are watching the video um, side of it, um, my amazing wife is here with me today to kind of, uh, reflect because I made a post on social media that was pretty dope. Um, and we had a lot of feedback from it. Um, and it was basically, I'm not going to read the whole thing because we'll be here all day. Um, but overall I was talking about, Um, basically my shortcomings as a husband, as a leader in the marriage. Um, And I talk about like the financial mistakes I made, um, breaking promises, just all this kind of stuff that kind of led to her basically not trusting me as the leader in the family. Right. And then when that happens, uh, she just seemed like she was mad at me all the time. And I'm like, man, she, she's angry. (laughs) And it didn't matter. I felt like we're having a good day and she's just lashing out over uh, something that was important, but you know, I wasn't reading it like that. And I think it's super important for us to, you know, as men understand what the woman is going through too, because um, it'll kind of give us an insight to what they're thinking. Now we'll never know exactly what they're thinking. We will never understand because all y'all shit is wired together and that's just how it is. And we, we operate a little bit differently, but I thought it was cool to kind of bring her on and kind of give her perspective. And so, um, basically, like I said, it was just overall, I feel that, uh, she had stopped trusting me and I was making a lot of mistakes and I needed to kind of focus in on me and not really worry about her and try to fix her, but more so just say, okay, how do I fix this on my side? And so to kind of drop, you know, um, uh, Sheree into the podcast, it's, um, I think, I just think it's important for them to hear. Right. And so, um, oh, and if you are watching the video, we're passing the mic back and forth. We're, we're ghettoizing it because I only have one mic <laughs> and I don't always have a lot of guests. So, um, yeah, so we can kind of start from like how you felt when you first saw, you know, the post and we can kind of go from there. Well, first, hi everybody. You didn't even let me say hi. Oh, yeah. Um, when I first saw the post, I was, I was actually like, oh, wow, he, he really went in. He's like telling everything, but I thought it was a good thing because I don't think a lot of people share, you know, how hard things can get, how bad things can get. And when you actually start having conversations with other people, you'd be surprised how many people went through the same journey that you're going through, but they just never said anything about it. But, um, that whole experience of of losing trust and trying in your marriage to regain trust with with him trying to regain trust with me was what's the word challenging <laughs> simple it was simple but it she made it harder than it needed to be okay we're we're going to go with challenging <laughs> Um, as you all know, like once you lose trust with someone, it it's really, really hard to rebuild. But when you lose trust with your wife, it's a whole nother dynamic because you are 
the leader of your family. And once trust is lost as the wife, you kind of have to step into this masculine role of taking the lead because you don't trust him to do it anymore. And so when, you know, Greg started working on himself and was like, you know what, I want to fix this. Well, I've been in this, this role this whole time. And I've been, you know, upset with him and angry with him. It's not easy just to step back out of that role because I don't trust him. I don't trust him yet. So to try to like get back into that space of like allowing him to be the leader, the man, it was a lot of tug of war. Yeah, it really was. Like, I think that one of the things that I started to realize was that you were trying to kind of like step into that role of like the masculine role. And when you do that, like most men in a relationship don't want to feel that because now like your wife is questioning every decision that you make and she's not like it don't, it's almost like yeah i'm gonna do this and she's like yeah right like your your words don't mean anything and when you find yourself in a place like that and then you're like yeah, yeah, yeah i'm gonna fix it or i'm gonna correct it and she's looking at you like dude i know you're not gonna fix this shit like let me step in and let me try to fix this it creates like this weird dynamic between the two of you because i mean depending on you know on your I don't want to say roles in your marriage, but whatever you kind of decide for, uh, you know, for us is pretty, I don't want to say, is it traditional kind of I'd say pretty much? Yeah. We're pretty traditional. Yeah. In the sense that, um, you know, I go out and try to hunt and kill food and bring it back, <laughs> meaning money. Um, but you know, she does her, her own thing. She has her, you know, her media and consulting and stuff, but you know, I'm still kind of in the lead and you know, I felt when that started to slip away and I think, I don't know just what I kind of started to sense was that the anger was boiling to where like you were pissed, like you even had to do that. Oh, absolutely. Because for one, you know, my role, which we agreed on before we got married was that I would be the stay at home mom and I'm with the kids and we've since then decided to homeschool our kids. And now all of a sudden, you know, when your finances, you know, take a hit, that's my security. That's my kid's security. That's safety. And as women, we want to feel safe. We want to feel secure. And when that went away, then it was time for me to step up and say, okay, well, now I need to make myself feel safe, which put our marriage in a very dangerous place because then you kind of start looking at your partner like, what I really need you for. Like, <laughs> I mean, now sex, <laughs> I mean, we can still have that. We don't have to live together, but, but I, you know, it's like if I'm taking care of the kids and I'm taking care of the house and I'm asking you for things and you're not helping me with these things. And now I'm making money. Like what? I don't feel like it's a partnership anymore. I feel like now it's pretty much like, I have an extra child at times and then that anger builds and builds and builds and any little thing can set it off. If I asked you to not put a skillet in the sink and I walk in that kitchen and there's a skillet in the sink, y'all think it's about the skillet. It's about everything behind that skillet. It's about the fact that you didn't even think that it was worth me after everything I'm doing and I'm trying to take care of. You won't even do something as simple as, let me wash this skillet and put it away. <laughs> so let's take a second to um, appreciate that my country ass wife said skillet. 
Most people just call it a pan. Like, hey, just put the pa- oh the pot God. or the pan. It's the, he didn't even put the skillet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, but yeah. So so like kind of like segueing from that. It's like when I did start to correct things, right? What I started to get frustrated at was that I'm like, man, you don't see me like correcting these things. Like, and it, it was started to get really really upsetting because I'm like, I'm doing what you're asking me to do, and I think for me, it's like I know guys like we literally can fight each other and then apologize and the next day it's kind of washed away right and so I think from a man's perspective we were looking at it like I know I was looking at it like man I know all of this stuff went wrong for so long but I'm fixing it now so like I need you to be nice and I need you to be cordial again and I need you to like allow me to like correct this and you know if you want to kind of share like what was going on with you on why it wasn't necessarily the case well it's definitely not easy when all of a sudden you know after years and years of you know whatever you're going through and this anger and resentment has built up and then all of a sudden you know it's like you know what I'm gonna fix this now logically it sounds like that would be like oh great finally you know we're we're gonna be good now but it was more like oh now you want to fix it like now you like after I've been asking you all this oh now you think it's and that caused it probably to drag on like this rough patch longer than it could have if I just would have been able to get to a place of grace, we'll say, um, sooner. But it eventually got to the place where we were arguing and going back and forth so much that I had to pray and ask myself, like, what is my end goal here? Like, If my end goal is for us to stay married and to keep this family intact, how can I move us towards that? Because do I see him trying? Yes, I do see him trying. But there's so much anger and resentment that he's just now trying or he had tried a couple times before but quit that I couldn't move forward. So he's getting frustrated because he's trying. And I'm like, yeah, you're trying, but I kind of feel like it's you you need to suffer a little bit more because you made me suffer for a long time. And it was just a lot of back and forth. And it wasn't until I got to the place of like, what's our what's our common goal here? We both want this family to work. We both want to stay married that I had to finally start giving a little and start acknowledging, you know what? He is trying. Cool. That was pretty, pretty in-depth right there. So, of course, you know, men, we didn't really understand that. You know, I just, (laughs) no, 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 no. I'm talking about when I was going through it. Oh. (laughs) See, already ready to argue. (laughs) But, uh, but anyway, so like, man, that's dope. So like, what would you say was like the moment when you were like, when you felt, I don't want to say it melt away, but when you started to like, let your guard down a little bit, how long would you say that kind of took for you and then was there like a defining moment where it was like okay like this is for real this time it's really changing I can't say like there was a defining moment because I don't remember like an exact moment I just remember just getting to the place where it was like the way we were going wasn't working so I was gonna have to decide did I want this marriage or did I just want to walk away and do do everything on my own And why would I walk away from a marriage after how many years and 
when I love this person, we have this family together and he is trying. It's it's one thing if he wasn't like if he was just like whatever, you know, like I don't care. This is how I do things. Like he he wasn't doing that. He was making his effort. I didn't always like the effort. <laughs> Sometimes I was like I'm not asking you to do that, but yeah. but he was trying in different ways in his own way. So I think it was just like coming to the place of what am I fighting for? What is the point of all this? And if the point is for us to be good, then I need to start making choices and having behaviors that contribute to us being good because my anger and my resentment is making it difficult for me to move on. Now, don't get it twisted. My anger and resentment were valid. <laughs> they were very valid. We went through. No, because I don't want anybody to think like I'm just like, oh, women, just forgive. Just let it go. You have to process that stuff. And we went to counseling and we had like I didn't just let it go and pretend like it didn't happen. We worked through it. But in working through it, you have to be able to let it go if your goal is to stay married and keep your family intact. Most definitely. I, I definitely feel that. And so, um, you know, I want to I wanted to kind of share some things that I did um, and I shared them on the post. But all of you that didn't see the social media post as far as like, you know, th things that I kind of, um, you know, one of the things that you guys know, I always talk about on the show is like you got to own it and you got to tell the fucking truth. Right. Because a lot of times men will kind of like bullshit them way their, their selves through things. And it's really why when you look around like you're life is in flames not the whole thing but maybe certain sections right maybe you're like oh i'm gonna go to the gym and i'm really gonna do it but you're still fat right or like you know you're struggling financially or your marriage is in shambles or you're like hey i want to you know improve my relationship with my kids but you're not actually doing anything other than just saying you're gonna do it and it's been you know forever and you still haven't improved or changed and so um what i wanted to kind of share was you know four things basically uh that i did uh that kind of you know, brought me out of that, um, and helped me kind of have some come to Jesus moments. So the first one, as I kind of already said, is be honest with yourself. Um, you're using zero excuses. Ask yourself, where are you fucking up? Remove her from the equation and only focus on your shortcomings. So I know for me, like it was one of those things, what, what would cause a problem at first is if I did a little bit and then I'd look at you like, Hey, you're not fixing your side. All right. Did you ever feel that? No, because I didn't feel like I had anything to fix. So I wasn't I wasn't even getting that from you. I was just like, what is his problem? I mean, honestly, at that time, I was not worried about anything that you were thinking or feeling. I just wanted you to do what I needed you to do. Okay, so we see that she's still not willing to admit um, that she was fucking up. So we'll we'll get her on. <laughs> we'll get her on this program, too. That's what you were asking. Did I feel that from you? It doesn't matter. <laughs> but uh, be so it's like build a real plan to fix things. Uh, maybe scheduling certain days of the week. You'll clean. Start small and build. Don't overdo it and you'll find yourself in the same damn position uh, like I did three, four or six times. And what I mean by that is when you're trying to um, fix things, you're like, I'm just, you know, men, we're like, I'm just going to fix it all at one time and I'm going to do everything. And I would kind of like over plan and I'm like, I'm going to do this and I'm going to be with this and I'm going to fucking show her. and She's going to see that I'm great. And then, and then what happens is you don't do any of it. And then that just leads to 
more problems. And I had to tell you one time because I knew your intent. Well, when you weren't saying it in anger, but when you were like, <laughs> you would be like, I promise I'm going to do this. I promise I'm going to do that. Like whatever, like, because you were trying to show me like, I'm look, I'm trying to show up for you. But I had to tell you, like, be intentional and like slowly consider what you promised to me because you make a lot of promises meaning well, but you're not following through on any of them. I'd rather you make me one promise and follow through than 20 and don't do any of them. Absolutely. And so um, from there is from building small. Oh, Lord, lost it. Okay. So if you say you're going to promise anything, like she just said, do it. I often used how tired I was as an explanation of dropping the ball. Um, So like you guys know me, like uh, I work a lot. I have a business um, and I really want to uh, continuously expand this thing and continuously help men. And sometimes like, you know, it takes a lot out of you. And from there, um, I didn't always have, well, I had some to give, but I would always say that I was exhausted or I was tired even after promising her certain things. Um, and when you break those promises, not only do you break your trust in yourself, which you guys have heard me say that a lot is, uh, the worst thing you can do is start to break trust with your spouse because now it doesn't matter what you say. Oh, absolutely. And I don't know if you want me to say this or not. Wait, <laughs> don't, don't Wait, say no, it. It's not bad. It's not bad. But when it comes to like being tired, I get it. But men and women are very different. A woman always has a running list in her head. Okay. It never, ever stops. I mean, I know Greg doesn't know like what size clothes our kids wear. Like, you know, there's just a lot of, no, it's not, it's not, but I never, you gotta make sure. But, um, you know, just things that I have to keep track of that's not on his plate. So I, I get it. We're both tired. But when you get to excuse yourself from something just because you say you're tired, it's like, kind of like, wow. And you think I'm not? But to see somebody that you love do something for you, even when they are tired or communicate to you like, babe, I'm so sorry. I'm exhausted. But I promise first thing in the morning I get it handled, and then actually handle it. You got to handle it. Yeah, you got to. It may, I mean, it's it's everything. It's those little things that just change everything. Absolutely. Um, and then so the last thing that I put on there on the post was you have to be patient. Right. Um, because as guys, a lot of times I think in sports, we I always use analogies when I'm talking. But if you've ever played sports, we were always taught next play, next play, like whatever just happened. Let that shit go and move the fuck on. Right. And it's like, don't like you can't sulk over it. You can't be sad about it. It is what it is. It doesn't matter if it's your fault. It doesn't matter if it was the quarterback's fault. It doesn't matter. It's like that play is over. What are you going to do now? And how do you move forward to fixing it? And in life, things don't always go that way, right? Like you can't just like, and especially with your spouse, like you cannot just say, hey, fuck it, it happened. <laughs> like, like we're going to move on. And I think that's the the mentality. Oh, she's trying to grab the mic. Hold on. <laughs> but uh, she's like, yeah, hold on, hold on, hold on. But like, you know, you can't necessarily just jump into the next thing. And so from there, you're definitely going to need patience because she's not going to come around um, overnight and that was definitely a hard lesson for me to learn initially now you can now you can have thank you thank you okay but I think one of the things is that you guys when okay I don't know football but I know y'all play games and then y'all watch the tape afterwards 
to see, you know, like, okay, what can we do better next time? <laughs> How can we play? What are you talking about? <laughs> no. How can we play better next time, right? <laughs> what what can we do? That's the same thing. That's like like you can't just blow it off and move to like the next play in the game. Yes, but when the game is over, so if there's a problem, we can't just move on from the problem. You have to communicate and talk it out. Like so, that's all y'all are doing. What's it? What is that called when y'all do that? Reviewing. Do what? No, sure, babe. Just go with that. (laughs) We're reviewing the tape. I know what is it called? That, that's Stop fine. it. No, go go with that. We're reviewing the tape. No, I want them to to hey, that's like. That's what it's called. Stop it, Greg. You're making fun of me. What is it called? This is called watching film. Okay. See, see, it ain't reviewing the tape. Okay. So that's <laughs> that's what you have to think about when your wife wants to talk about this stuff and you're ready to move on. That's all it is. Like, let's figure out where it went wrong so we can fix it for next time. <laughs> so I would tell you too, guys, that like along that patience thing, it's going to be. You're going to have to channel a lot of stoic. Is it stoicism? One of them, right? Of just having this calm demeanor, right? Because what's going to make the situation worse is that when your ass is already in the wrong, you know, she might be doing things that are, are you don't like, but like when you're in an argument, that's not the time to bring it up, right? Like it's just going to exacerbate SAT word, right? So. Yeah, I know. Not to be confused with masturbate. <laughs> but it's, it's going to exacerbate <laughs> the situation it's just going to make it worse right um and so the one thing that you guys have to to learn is that what i learned at least is that you have to go in there calm and understand that she might throw darts sometimes but it's it's because she's frustrated and she's because it's because she's upset and you have to go from a place of love and looking at your wife and saying i understand that she's upset and you you kind of got to eat a lot of that shit. It's just what it is, right? And if you're willing to do that, because what happens is that she could say something that triggers your ego. And then once your ego gets triggered, anger, your voice starts to rise and you start to get worse and worse and worse. And a lot of times I know when you start to get into that point, you're not even listening anymore. You're just arguing, right? And that never solves anything. So, um, yeah. So, you know, those are the things as far as her perspective and my perspective. Is there anything else you wanted to add, sweetheart? Oh, now I'm sweetheart. Um, there was, but I forgot it. So, thank God. I couldn't remember. You were so long winded. I couldn't. I couldn't remember it. See how? See how she does? I get her. I finally get her a spot on this nationally syndicated podcast. Mm. And this, and this, and this, and this, how she act. Oh, okay. I remember. Oh, shit. It's really short though, but it's going off of what you said about, about patience. It, you can't expect anyone to like forgive a, a break of trust overnight. That's with anything. And, you know, Greg knows because, you know, we struggled with this. Like he said, the sighing, the eye rolling, the frustration. I was passive aggressive. Definitely. I would be the one to walk in the kitchen and like, let me clean up. Cause daddy's not cleaning nothing. <laughs> like, I mean, and you know, like it, it wasn't easy for him, but honestly, like he said, because he just, he didn't jab back. He didn't, you know, come at me. He just would get up and start cleaning up, even though I know he wanted to choke me in that moment. Oh, I was pissed. (laughs) (laughs) I'd be boiling, but I'd be like, Lord, please help me. And when he started doing, then I started feeling bad because then it's just like, well, now I'm just picking on him. Like, (laughs) so after Jedi mind tricks, fellas. (laughs) 
So after time, yes, eventually it, it will come around. You just have to, like he said, focus on your part. Cool. So, um, guys, I hope that was able to bring you some value. Um, I just want to say thank you to my lovely co-host, you know, my lovely wife, Sheree. Um, if you guys think that this is, uh, is pretty cool, man, maybe we'll have her on a little bit more often to kind of give her perspective of things. You know, um, we'll censor her to make sure she doesn't beat us up too bad. Right. Um, but outside of that, guys, if you found <laughs> if you found value in the show, as always, man, like um, subscribe, um, share this post with somebody that you feel um, it can help. Because ultimately, the mission of Retus, the mission of what I do um, is to um, elevate men and help us become better husbands, better fathers, better businessmen, better leaders. Um, and we can't do that, like keeping all the shit to ourselves and just suffering in silence. Like that's not how it has to be. That's not how it should be. And uh, the mission is for every man to be great um, and uh, become who you need to become in order to create the life that you've always dreamed of. So outside of that, I appreciate you guys for tuning in. I didn't know what you wanted me to say. Just say bye. Oh, bye, y'all. <laughs> she said it like, like a 90s radio. Bye, guys. <laughs> Until next time, fellas. I appreciate you guys joining in. Peace.